It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. I am so excited to bring you our next guest. This is out of left field for a lot of people. So this is going to be really great. You know, Franchise Academy, if you have not listened before, is all about having the resources for franchise owners and franchise companies at your fingertips. So it's a library of information that you need to run your business well and do all the right things. So talking about doing the right things, one thing that you really need is insurance in in your business. So today I have Tim Federson, who is the insurance agent that runs Gaspar Insurance Services for franchises. They have an arm in their business just for franchise owners and franchise companies. So I want to welcome Tim. Good morning, Tim. Hey, thank you, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, exciting and a pleasure to be here. This is fantastic. This is really great information that most people don't think about till after the fact. A lot of people listening in, you know, right now are they're thinking about buying a franchise. They might be, you know, eminent and signing a franchise agreement this week, but you don't really start thinking about insurance until, you know, you bought the franchise and, and it's in the franchise agreement that you need insurance, right? So you guys are in what they call item eight in the franchise disclosure document. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. So for one of the large um, frozen dessert franchises out there, we're in item eight of their franchise agreement. So we have an exclusive special program for them. And what we're able to do by having that is one, we're able to handle the whole, for the franchise, or we're able to handle the whole certificate process, making sure the coverages are right. All of that is handled in-house by our team rather than having to have the franchise or collect certificates of insurance. And then, you know, we have a couple, I think three or 400 units with them with this brand. So because of that, we're able to offer a low price guarantee and have very special programs with carriers that we work with, Hanover and Hartford and a couple others have given us really discounted rates on that. And that's awesome. And you're getting involved now with the International Franchise Association and you'll be at their meetings, the big annual one in every February. So anyone listening, if you need, you know, insurance help, you can reach out and obviously and call, call into Tim and you can meet him, shake his hand and, and buy him a drink at the IFA meeting <laughs> in February. But while we're on that subject, Tim, what's the best way to get in touch with you just so we can get that up front? My email address is uh, franchise at gasbarinsurance.com. So just made it nice and easy for everybody is probably the best way to get in touch with me or my, my cell, 747-230-2780. Awesome. Calls or texts, pretty much always on it, you know, even Saturdays and Sundays. But that's because that's yep. I love what I do. So it's exciting. Well, that's great. And you're based in California, so you're West Coast. So keep that in mind. If you're texting Tim, don't do it at 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. <laughs> Correct. I'll, I'll probably be up walking the dog. And then <laughs> okay. we, we do have an office in just outside of Philadelphia. So we, we're, pretty, we're bi-coastal, so luckily we can kind of handle. If there's oh, good. a crazy claim in the middle of the night, we've, we've kind of got it somewhat covered between uh, okay. myself and my, my partner who runs that office. Well, very cool. So you spend 90% of your time working uh, on franchise insurance and the agency has special access to franchise specific programs. So I want to really kind of understand what 
what does that mean? You, you, you know, you said just now that you're in item eight of a specific franchise company. Can you describe some of your exclusive programs? What, what does that mean? Yeah, absolutely. So a perfect example, this is a perfect example. We work with a, a Pokey brand as well as one of their preferred vendors. And what a lot of people were a little bit concerned with Pokey for a couple of reasons. One, a lot of, a lot of insurance carriers want to classify that as a QSR restaurant, which in a lot of, which it is. And a lot of carriers don't want it because of the raw fish exposure. If me and you, Tom, were to open our own pokey shop, I don't know how much you know about pokey. I'd be a little bit of a deer in the headlights. I would, whereas a franchise has so many loss controls and such a good operations manual in place to make sure that that pokey is Temperature is well-maintained, bacteria is kept to a minimum, everything's clean, sanitized. So for those two reasons, we're able to discount their rate because there's not a whole lot of cooking exposure. So we're able to get a discount on the QSR restaurant space, one. And two, we're able to also get a discount on the fish exposure because of all of the loss control in place that the franchise system has. Gotcha. You know, you're buying into a business that's, that's really going to have A to Z covered as far as your, you know, what the do's the and do nots of your business. Right. The operation and, and protecting against foodborne illness is, is, you know, the greatest concern of the local health department. And, and so just to back up a second, just for, for the listeners who may not know, Poke, P-O-K-E, is a, uh, a food concept, which for all intents and purposes is a sushi roll, but broken down into a bowl uh, that you can eat with a fork or with chopsticks. It's outrageously delicious, by the way, if you're, if you're a fish fan, if you're a sushi fan, especially, I love it. We, we probably eat it well, maybe once a week, once every other week here uh, where I live, my wife and I love it. And it's for, it's a Hawaiian tradition. So it comes out of Hawaii, but they're, kind of growing like crazy all over the country. But as a food operator, yeah, it, there, there's a couple of things that scare me a little bit about the handling of fish because it is the number one source for foodborne illness. But they do have the controls, and, and I know they do flesh frozen, and there's a couple of different things that they do to help with that bacteria. So not to go down that rabbit hole, if you will, but um, that's poke, just to, to clarify. Right. And I didn't know. And that's kind of one specific example. The biggest thing we're looking, the, the biggest reason that we have access to these special discounted programs is the fact that the franchise has that strong operations manual covering all their basis points. So because of that, we're able to get, disc, I'm able to have conversations with my under, underwriters and say, we can discount this rate 10, 15. Usually I try, I push for about 25% discount because of the loss controls that are in place and because especially if it's a brand new build, if it's a new franchise, a new concept that's going in, the build out's going to be brand new with all the latest safety procedures, all the latest, you know, fire or flood or whatever potential accident could happen on the property side. All of that is going to be up to date with the best technology today. So that's, Great. that's, that's kind of how the program works. And the, you know, the pokey is one specific example, but the overall loss control and mitigating as much risk as we can is, is, is there. Yeah. And it's such a great helping hand and, and such a great person to have. And as a business owner to have you in, in, you know, in my speed dial, 
is just really, really helpful. And so you had mentioned that, you know, if the franchise company, you know, has a great manual, you know, and it's a really solid concept, you could definitely help. And that makes a lot of sense. So you're actually, as you're talking to franchise companies, you're really looking to see how solid their operation is, I guess, before you go and, and form a relationship because there's a lot of franchises out there, unfortunately, that, are, that don't have great systems in place. And, and so I, I get concerned about that with my candidates. I, I want to make sure that people are talking to companies that have, you know, a great operation system. So are, are you looking for that specifically as you vet franchise companies? We are from franchisors because we also have a, you know, strong relationship with the insurance carriers and to kind of back up on that. Mm-hmm. The carriers, they're the ones that actually pay out the claim. So Hartford, Travelers, Farmers, us at Gaspar, we're just a, we're just a broker, um, which right. means we, we do the matchmaking side of it. So as the broker, we absolutely look for, before we go to our partners at the different carriers we work with, we absolutely look to make sure we're going to you know, get them involved. If they're discounting their, their rates for us, we need to make sure that it, it's justified from the uh, franchisor level. Um, as well, when we do work with new or emerging brands that aren't 100% there yet on their operations manual, and I say loss control, um, just overall operations and loss control to mitigate as much risk as they can. We get involved with the carrier, and then I also get uh, Justin Grooms, who's the head of my loss control team here at Gaspar, involved. And we will be as involved as they want us to be on that operations manual to help the franchisor and their franchisees be successful. Great. What special coverages does a franchisor need? So what a franchisor is going to need is it, it, their, their special coverages are, are errors and emissions, also known mm-hmm. for lack of a better term as professional liability. And essentially what that coverage covers is they're giving advice to their franchisees. They're getting a lump of some, uh, some of money from their franchisees. They're really kind of working, I don't want to say consultant, but they're working as an advisor to their franchisees. And this would cover them if for some reason their franchisees felt they got poor advice or the relationship turned sour. Unfortunately, a lot of the times if a franchisee unfortunately ever does fail um, and shut their doors, they do end up going after litigating against their franchisor. So that's what this covers. Similarly to the way that a, a doctor's medical malpractice covers if they make a mistake in surgery or are accused of making a mistake in surgery. So that's the, the first big one. And, and, and one kind of sidebar to that for franchisors, E&O, French is they, you want to you wanna make sure that you've at least had the conversation with your broker or agent about your choice of counsel. A lot of franchises work very closely with their franchise attorney. You want to make sure that choice of counsel is written into your policy so that the insurance company doesn't say, hey, we know you've worked with law firm ABC for the last 10 years, but here's the attorney that's going to be defending you from XYZ. You just want to make sure that that's known beforehand. A lot of times it's not extremely expensive to get added in. And then directors and officers coverage is another uh, really important one covering the, the board of directors. If they get you know sued personally or 
try to find liable for anything the franchise franchise or for the franchise and then a really interesting one that's starting and we don't want to go down the joint employment rabbit hole too much but a really interesting coverage is employers practices liability which is harassment discrimination wrongful termination coverage if you are sued for any of those things so if you are sued for any of those things from an employee or a third party or an independent contractor, you would ter- terminate your, con- your agreement with an independent contractor. And they say the reason that you terminated this was because of my religion, sexual orientation, whatever it may be, race. And you want to make sure that when you do that, that the coverage is going to drop down and cover you as the franchisor if your franchisee is sued. So, you know, an individual, you know, let's say a, a, an individual sandwich shop franchisee fires an employee because they say they were late every day. Well, if the employee sues the franchise, franchisee, they're probably also going to sue the franchisor because the franchisor has deeper pockets. So you want to make sure that you have coverage that will pull through in, in those kind of situations as well. Right. Amazing. That is, I didn't even know that was available. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, I do come from California, which is a very pro-employee state. So it's, it's definitely something that's a lot bigger out here than it is in a lot of other states. But it's absolutely something that we're seeing more and more claims come from. Yeah, I can imagine. How does the coverage differ for someone that owns like a brick and mortar type of franchise as opposed to a home-based franchise where you're kind of like the man in the van going out there and, and performing like a service like, you know, upholstery repair or blind installation or driveway repair. Right. Absolutely. So it, the general liability is going to cover both sides. The general liability of assuming, and again, that covers if someone claims that you caused bodily injury to them or hurt them. Um, so the blinds, you know, guys coming in to do the blinds, he accidentally, you know, whack somebody with the blind, that's, that's where the general liability picks it up. Similarly, general liability in the brick and mortar, you walk into, you know, a Carl's Jr. trip and fall, and then you, that general liability picks it up. Where it differs for a man in a van is obviously the commercial auto insurance is your biggest exposure moving from the brick and mortar. Obviously, you've got a lot of auto driving, you, you've got a lot of time behind the, the windshield. So, there's one is the commercial auto. Um, a, f- a few of the highlight coverages that you're going to definitely need or want to add will be a, a commercial inland marine policy, and that covers all your tools. So, you know, if you're a restoration contractor and there's, a, there's been a flood and you're leaving blowers in a, in a location overnight and the restoration... You, you leave the blowers in a, in a location overnight and somebody comes in and, see, and steals them overnight, you want to make sure they're covered. And on your standard property policy, most of your property has to be at the brick and mortar location. So it moves from a, kind of having to be at that specific address to pretty much anywhere within the continental US that equipment uh-huh. is covered. So that's the biggest thing. And that's, again, that's called commercial inland marine. Um, the other thing that a lot of franchises require is Bailey's coverage. And that is if you're in the restoration space doing packouts, or if you're in the dry cleaning space 
and holding things for people. So Bailey's coverage covers, you know, your personal property when it's in my care. So I do a pack out of your $25,000, you know, furniture. And then I put it in my warehouse to dry out after your flood. And my warehouse goes up in smoke. If you do not have Bailey's coverage, your personal, your business owner's policy will not pick that up. So it's very specific to the industry, the kind of insurance that you need. So just a plain old general liability everyone needs, but then depending on your level of business and what you do on a daily basis and, you know, what you're handling and not handling, it gets very, very specific. Correct. It gets, it gets very specific. You definitely want to be working with an agent who one either knows your industry or two knows your brand or brand similar to yours. So for me, you know, restoration is, is a franchise space that we do a lot of work with. We're a preferred vendor for a few different restoration franchises and we're really comfortable in that space. We know exactly which, which franchises require what and having that conversation with the franchisee of what do you want, you know, do you, are you going to be doing, you know, for restoration, are you going to be doing packouts? How much equipment are you going to have and how many vans is it going to be spread throughout? Because, you know, you could have $100,000 worth of equipment, 33000 at, at three different locations. So we want to make sure we're properly covering that per location. It's amazing. I never knew that existed and the whole, you know, tool thing and, and it's, you know, I'm just thinking back when I had my smoothie franchise, I had essentially what were tiki huts on wheels that we brought anywhere from a street fair to, um, I had the Jacob Javits Convention Center in Manhattan in New York City. And um, one day at, at the Javits Center, one of my $10,000 stainless steel food carts rolled off the loading platform and fell six, I guess it's about six feet, five feet onto the ground and smashed. <laughs> and yeah dented and all sorts of, you know, whatever. And I, you know, I had no insurance. I didn't even know you could have insurance for that. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's really worth it to make sure that you're covering, uh, you know, your stuff and at least having the conversation, right. You know, versus self-insuring something like that. Meaning, you know, Hey, my cart's 25 grand or my, my blowers that are in this van are are 15,000. Let's, you know, I'm willing to just take the gamble on it. So you, you at least want to have that conversation. The other thing that's, that's important, depending on if you get an SBA loan or a lot of different lenders will require for your equipment, they'll also require that on that inland marine policy, we add business interruption coverage. So, you know, a serve pro franchisee has all their equipment, their blowers stolen out of their, out of their van one night. Serve pro says it's going to take, you know, two days to get, or it's usually a little bit longer than two days. It's going to take four days to, uh, to get your equipment out to you. We want to make sure that that franchisee is still getting paid for those four days. And four days is a, is a, a small example, but sure. business interruption can sometimes be a lot worse than that. Yes. Well, going, going, <laughs> telling war stories here, but going back to my smoothie franchise, my first year in business was 2001. So I started January 2001 at the Javits Center and then September 11th, 2001 happened, and we were out of business for three months because they were using the Javits Center as the barracks for all the volunteers cleaning up Ground Zero. So you never know. <laughs> I mean, that's an extreme example. I mean, terrorism and all that. 
Oh, you know? absolutely. But you definitely want to make sure that if you do have business interruption coverage, that it's, that it's included. We out here on, on the West Coast have had to deal with the, the fires a lot lately. And right. I, I have had multiple clients have to put in business interruption claims. Their business was fine. The smoke was fine. But there were four or five, seven, sometimes seven, eight days when the, they could not get into their business because of the evacuation, because it was in the evac- evacuation zone. Sometimes, you know, uh, you know, a week and a half of, of not being able to work, that, that can, you know, but you, you still owe rent, you still owe utilities, you still owe, you know, salaries during that time. So it can be interesting. Um, we want to make sure that that's always covered. Yeah, that's brilliant. This is fantastic. I'm so glad that you're here giving us this information. So if somebody is evaluating a franchise and, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll match people to, you know, several different franchises and we kind of vet it out and see which is going to be the best for them and their family, their future, the community where they live and all that. Would it behoove them and would you be open to having like a conversation with somebody who's in the middle of buying a franchise to say, hey, you know, aside from you know, the liability insurance, you're also, don't forget to put into your P&L that you're going to have workers' comp, you're going to have, you know, the bay listing, you're going to have tool coverage, uh, auto, you know, uh, commercial auto insurance, you know, all of that. So does that make sense? Oh, yeah, abs- absolutely. It, it, it makes sense to get us, get us or your, your personal agent is involved as quickly as possible just so that we can kind of start to potentially, like you say, put together that budget. And I find that a lot of times, the, a lot of new, new franchisees that I work with are, everything's a moving target to get the franchise ready, to get the yes. equipment to them, to get their lease, whatever it may be. And so the reason I like it to get involved early is uh, these free, everybody wants to open that, that location. I don't want to be the thing that holds it up. So I like to be you know, a couple months early and say, Hey, we're good. The quote's ready. It's reserved for when all I need is a, you know, thumbs up and we're, we're good to go ahead and bind that, activate the policy and get to get the certificates of insurance going. Um, the other thing that sometimes can, can hold things up is the, if the SBA, if your SBA lender is going to require a life insurance policy with them listed as the beneficiary, we want to also make sure that we get that process going just in case there is anything that holds up that process as well. Yeah, good point. What's the best way to handle a claim? Uh, hopefully, you know, no one will have a claim, but, you know, stuff happens, as they say. What's the best way to handle it? Right, exactly. Uh, so, the, so the first thing to do for a, lot of, for a lot of business owners and a lot of people who have never had a, had a claim or maybe had a, you know, car windshield one time, get broken and that's their only experience as a claim, especially for franchisees, the first best person to talk to will be your agent because there are some claims that are sometimes better to handle yourself. A perfect example is your manager accidentally left three tables and chairs outside of your QSR restaurant overnight and somebody stole them. Well, if you've got a thousand dollar deductible and the cost of the chairs is $1,300, it may be better to just self-insure that extra $300 so that your carrier doesn't have a claim on your record and cause your rates to go up next year. So that's, the, that's one of the best things to handle. And then communication between your broker and your claims adjuster is huge, especially on the 
you know, workers' comp claims can be really challenging. If it was, you know, I, I have some stories about every, every, every business owner that I work with, whether it's, whether it's a franchise or the, the 10% of the time that I'm, I get roped into doing, doing other, other things. Every worker's comp claim ever, if you ask the business owner, was completely false. And I know that there are some, some false ones out there, but we, we just want to make sure that we're involved in the process because without, without getting too deep into the, the worker's comp rabbit hole, once you're, you know, a good, a good rule of thumb is, is if you're an institutional franchisee, once you're paying around $9,000 in worker's comp or more, every claim affects how much you're going to pay for the next three years. So we want to make sure that one, for your employees, we're getting them the best care possible and get, getting them back to work as fast as possible. But two, we want to make sure that if it is a soccer injury from Saturday morning, they're not claiming it, you know, at the expense of your workers' comp. Right. Makes perfect sense. I think that is um, a great thing. And the last, the last question I have for you here, Tim, is what, what should a franchise look for in an agent if you're out shopping for insurance? Yeah. So I, I think that, you know, kind of like we were talking about when we go back to the, the, to the man in a van versus brick and mortar, I think something that's really important to look for is someone who either understands your brand or understands the brand, understands the concept or the industry, or has worked with a brand similar to yours. And the reason for that is just because it makes life so much easier rather having someone, you know, who can, for example, the, the restoration questions, I can almost ask them, you know, through five or six different text messages and, and get a get a quote that way or someone who is going to potentially deer in the headlights. Well, what do you mean your franchise is asking you for pollution coverage? And I didn't know you needed a mold certification and I can't get a certificate without the, your mold certification. Someone who can have that conversation right off the bat is really an important thing to look for. And then the other thing that's important to look for is someone who is going to give, get you multiple quotes. So our agency's rule for, for our clients is we give them about four or five different quotes. Now, all of them are very, usually very similar in pricing, but we just want to be transparent. We're not telling you, here, go with Liberty Mutual when there was a, you know, Hartford quote, $200 less. We want to make sure that we're asking for, we want to make sure that we're, we're meeting your standards and making sure that you, you know that we're, we're working on both sides to make sure that our, our carriers are working to compete to get you the best price. And I think the last thing that I would look for as a franchisee looking for an agent would be someone who's going to potentially look at what additional coverages I need. So I know, you know, I talked about the employment practices, liability, harassment, discrimination, wrongful termination, all those different challenges that we're, we're facing that, that employers are getting sued for. Just because that's not required in your franchise agreement doesn't mean it may not be a really important coverage for you to have, especially in the states that are, you know, lean very heav- heavily more pro-employee. Those are, the, those are definitely coverages that we, we tell clients, hey, you, you should have this. You're an institutional franchisee with 12 locations. You know, even if you have the best of intentions, that's, that's really important. So, yeah. the, you know, and, and I know... Um, Jersey Mike's just it has made that mandatory insurance uh, $250,000 worth of coverage for employment practices liability. And I think we'll see 
more brands go that route. Sure. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. One last question, Tim, before we wrap it up. What's one myth about insurance that you'd like to uh, break right here and right now? I th- well, you know, I think, I think one thing that everybody thinks is that the insurance companies don't want to pay out. And they don't want to overpay out, but it, it is their job to be there when things go wrong and making sure that you have your agent involved and, and being mm-hmm. involved from the get-go in any of these claims is really important to make sure that you don't end up settling with a carrier for less than you actually think that you, you should have gotten. Um, right. it, it's their goal to, to get you the best, the best coverage and the best care as possible. I think it's, is something that um, I always like to pride myself on. And, and you know, if, if a claim looks like it's going south for a minute, you know, talk to your agent and see, see exactly what, what you think happened and how we can best cover it. This is great. Thank you so much. This is Tim Federson, who is the franchise arm running the franchise part of Gaspar Insurance Services. And it's G-A-S-P as in Peter A-R, Gaspar Insurance. What's the best way to get in touch with you again, Tim? The best way is, is franchise at gasparinsurance.com or always on my cell, 747-230-2780. Well, that's awesome. I'm going to put all that on the Franchise Academy website. So go to the franchiseacademy.com to find out more about Tim and Gaspar Insurance and what you're going to need to protect your business. Thank you so much. And listen in next week. We have some exciting guests coming up. Have a great day. God bless you. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.